Amen. Thank you, Jerry. Cool. This is exciting. Um, it's really nice to see your beautiful faces. Um, normally I'm doing leading, so I get a good long, good long bow of your faces, which is really nice. Um, if you're here for the first time, you are so welcome. This is our family, um, and you're part of the family because you're here. So I hope you feel welcome. Come and chat to some of us at the end if you haven't already. Um, so two fun things before I start. Firstly, we're going to be looking at the Bible. So if you haven't got one and you want one, if you just want to nip to the side, we've got some like turquoise ones, or you might have one in your bag or on your phone. So if you want to get that out now, otherwise we'll be like shuffling a little bit later. I don't know if anyone on the side wants to like pass them in. Some of you guys like, I know the Bible in my head. I've got it all in there anyway. Um, second fun fact, apparently today is um, International Women's Day. How cool is that? Um, this is really exciting because we've had so many women leading this evening, which is, which is really cool. So, um, yay. So <laughs> I really know what else to say. <laughs> um, cool. So over, <laughs> over these few weeks, we are looking at prayer um, because it's Lent and that's something that we do a lot in Lent. And if you were here last week, you would have heard Jerry talking about how we can be bold and persistent in the way we pray. Um, and this week, uh, we're going to be looking at developing a rhythm of prayer in our lives, um, why we do it and um, what that looks like. So if this is your first time in church, prayer is basically the way we connect to God. God created us to be in relationship with us. And as with any relationship, it involves spending time communicating with him listening to what he's got to say to us and sharing what's on our heart with him. Now, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I do find prayer quite tricky. I don't know if any of you are in the same boat. Some of you might have absolutely nailed it, which is amazing. Um, so this evening, I'm just going to share a little bit about what I found helpful, and I hope it can be helpful for you guys as well. Um, the particular points I'm going to be looking at is prayer as a connection with God that brings life and purpose. So the passage that demonstrates this really well is um, in the book of John in the Bible. So if you have got your Bibles, if you want to turn to John, um, we're looking at chapter 15, verses 5 to 8. I'll just let you, uh, let you find that. Great. All there. So this, um, <clears throat> this passage says, uh, this is, so this is Jesus teaching his disciples, which are basically like his apprentices. He says, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. In Harry Potter, there is a character called Mrs. Fig. Now, Mrs. Fig is a little old lady who lives just down the road from Harry's aunt and uncle, uh, Uncle Vernon and Aunt Petunia. She has loads of cats, and um, she often invites Harry over for tea, even though he doesn't really know why. Later, Mrs. Fig turns out to be a bit of a hero, and she saves Harry's life. I hope that's no spoilers for anyone. 
Um, this evening, I would like to introduce you to another Mrs. Fig. This is Mrs. Fig, my houseplant. Um, <laughs> just in the worship, it looked like she was the third singer. I don't know. She's bless her. Um, I absolutely love houseplants. Um, my housemates, EJ and Zoe, have to put up with a bit of a jungle in our downstairs. Um, but unfortunately, I actually haven't got a very good track record with actually keeping plants alive. Has anyone else killed a houseplant in the last year? Okay, good. It's not just me. That's really great. Thankfully, Mrs. Fig is really good at keeping herself alive. She um, sucks up all the nutrients and all the water through her stem and keeps these beautiful big leaves nice and healthy and green. In the Bible passage, Jesus warns his disciples that the branches that don't remain in the vine wither. They're no longer connected to that source of their life from where they get the water and minerals that they need. And as a result, they end up dying and being thrown into the fire. In the same way, we need to remain connected to God in prayer so that we remain healthy and we can receive that full life that he offers us. Before working here at St. John's, I used to work as a chaperone on Matilda the Musical. Has anyone seen Matilda? Some people, yay! Um, so my job involves it touring around the UK, um, basically being a nanny for 12 bonkers theatre kids. Uh, and I absolutely loved it. I did. Working backstage, helping with props and costumes and, um, yeah, basically being nanny to these kids was so much fun. But the schedule was pretty mad. Um, the hours were quite long. And unfortunately, this meant that I didn't end up having much time to spend in prayer or connecting with God. Um, and most Sundays, I really couldn't make it to church either. Now, over time, I actually felt that um, the effect that, that had on my mental and emotional health. Um, in Romans 8, verse 15, it says that we are loved children of God, that we can cry out, Abba, um, in Aramaic, that's the word for daddy, the most intimate term that kids would use with their dads. However, I hadn't listened to that voice for so long, and I was starting to listen to the voices around me, voices that were telling me that um, uh, I basically that my happiness was um, based on how I was doing with my work or how I was doing with my colleagues or the kids I was working with. And so my well-being really became dependent on how the day had been and how work had been that day. Romans, um, oh, we're never going to be secure if we rely on the earthy voices around us to sustain us. Romans 8 verse 6 says, the mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. Like the branch that was separated from that life-giving vine in the story, I did start to feel myself start to wither. When we neglect to connect in with God in prayer, we do find that we, we wither and we lose that life-giving voice that he is speaking over us. Corrie Ten Boom asks the question, is prayer your steering wheel or your spare tire? Are we making sure that we take the time to let the voice that spoke us into life speak life into us? After leaving Matilda, um, I've, I decided to make it a really conscious effort every morning to get my bowl of Weetabix, get my cup of tea and sit down at the breakfast table with my Bible or my Bible in a year app and just spend time listening to the voice that speaks life over me in the morning, listening to God's voice before I heard any other voices in the day. 
the second thing um, that we can see in our passage is that when we remain connected to God in prayer, we reach our purpose and potential. I've got another little prop. Um, Have you guys got one of these in your kitchen drawers at home? Yeah, most people, I think, probably have one of these. Some people don't. Um, This is a spaghetti scoop. Um, I've been using one of these for literally years. But the, the other day, I found out what the purpose of that little hole in the middle was. I don't know if you know. Apparently, this hole is... Sorry, I just... This was, I was so amazed when I found this out. Apparently, that hole is to measure a portion of dried spaghetti to cook with. I feel like... Did anyone, did anyone else... Did anyone know that? Some people... Okay, cool. Some people are surprised as I am. <laughs> it feels like there's a whole, like, portion of society. I've spoke, told a few people about this, and <laughs> quite a few people have been like, yeah, Claire, we knew that already. I feel like there's a whole portion of society that knew what this secret, secret little purpose for the spaghetti scoop is. They're just not telling the rest of us. Like, we all thought that the hole was to drain all the water when you pick up the pasta. <laughs> um, now, if um, I, the person who made that spaghetti scoop obviously knew what the hole was for. And when I first started using one, um, if I'd have, like, seen, met the manufacturer and asked them, that would have saved me years of using it not to its full potential and purpose. In our Bible passage, Jesus reminds the disciples of the amazing purpose the vine branches have to bear fruit. And not just like boring fruit. It was grapes, grapes that would produce wine and raisins and vinegar. He encourages us alongside his disciples when he says, this is to my father's glory that you bear much fruit. And then later in the chapter, in verse 16, he says, I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit that will last. I don't know about you, but it absolutely blows my mind that our manufacturer, who also happens to be the creator of the entire universe, made us not just as a little twig to sit on the branch and not do anything, but to be a branch that bears fruit, a branch that he wants to produce fruit through. Isn't that amazing? Um, Jesus later says, um, If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it'll be done for you. And sometimes I think we can get a bit confused thinking, well, I've prayed for stuff and it hasn't happened. What Jesus is meaning here is that as we remain in him and listen to his voice, we start to come in alignment with how, with him. We come into alignment with his will and his will becomes our will. And the things we pray for are the things he's praying for. And that's why we can be confident and persist, like Jerry was saying last week. We can be so bold and persistent in the things we pray for, and we can be certain that they will come about. Whether we're aware of it or not, the universal and spiritual reality is that we were made for more than what the world around us suggests. More importantly, thanks to Jesus, we have the opportunity to abide in the one that gives us our purpose. Now, some of us at church have been reading Draw the Circle, the um, the prayer challenge book by Mark Batterson. And on Wednesday, the entry was a funky little story about peanuts. Now, I found out this interesting fact. Some of you may know this if you read the book, so don't give it away. How many uses do you think a peanut has? Have a little think in your head. We're going to have a little, uh, little quiz. Put your hand up if you think the peanut has between one and ten uses. Oh, you haven't fought for it. None is, a couple, couple of people, a couple of people. Put your hands up if you think the peanut is, has between maybe like 10 and 50 uses. 
Yeah, a few more, a few more. Uh, 50 and 100 uses? One, great. Between 100 and 500 uses? A couple of people. You guys have been reading your prayer challenge book, haven't you? <laughs> yes, the peanut actually has 300 uses. What? I just think that's mad. <laughs> um, apparently, according to this book, apparently all 300 of those uses were um, discovered by this man called George Washington Carver. He's a guy from the early 20th century in America, and he was in the habit of getting up at 4 a.m. to spend time listening to God and praying before he started his day. It was in one of these prayer times that um, God revealed to him and inspired to him to use his creativity and his scientific mind to test the peanut. And it's out of that that he um, was able to create this, well, discover these amazing uses that affect um, all of our, like so many of our products today. So the peanut, I think just the, some of them are like, it can be used for, I think like glue, cosmetics, wood stain, uh, shaving foam, all sorts of like mad mad stuff that we use today, which is really cool. It was through regularly connecting to God in prayer that George Carver was able to be used to impact the world. Now, um, I haven't invented like 300 uses for a cashew nut or anything, <laughs> but um, I have noticed that when I'm turning to God in my day-to-day and include him in like the little decisions and the big decisions, I end up doing like cool things that I wouldn't naturally do so um working at st john's is one of them absolutely love working here um doing a talk up here is one of them i would never have thought i'd do that um but i know there's stories around the church of people who've um god's been using them in really cool ways to chat to strangers in nightclubs um or in school um through um being brave with maybe like a financial investment I know some people have been had conversations with friends that have completely changed their lives as well as their friends' lives. People have gone on mission trips. They've applied for jobs they would never have dreamed of applying for. It's just like the branches in this Bible passage. We have been created with incredible purpose and so much potential. And when we take the time to remain in God and connect with him in prayer, we're able to see this being released in us. So that's really cool. Like, that's really exciting that we get to abide in the one that gives us um, life and gives us purpose. But actually, like, what does that look like? How do we do that? Unfortunately, being excited um, doesn't really make it any easier. And realistically, prayer is never going to be easy. There is a spiritual warfare going on and the enemy is never going to want us to connect with God. For some of us, we may be disappointed by unanswered prayer. Anna's going to be looking at, at that next week. So do come back to the 6 p.m. and the 11 a.m. and the, the 9 a.m. as well to, um, <laughs> to hear a bit about that. Um, that would be a really good, good one, good talk. Um, some of us just feel like we just don't have the time in the day. We're so busy. We can't, we can't take, get up at four in the morning or whatever. Um, some of you may have heard of Pete Gregg and 24-7 Prayer. Um, Pete Gregg is the guy with the cool hair that runs this charity that um, help people all the way around the world to pray. And he always says that the main thing with prayer is to keep it simple, keep it real, and keep it up. And he uses a little um, acronym, P-R-A-Y, pray, as a helpful tool to guide us when we pray. So P-R-A-Y, P, pause, welcome the Holy Spirit into whatever you're doing. R, 
Rejoice. Celebrate in who God is and what he's doing. A, ask. Present your requests to God. And Y is yield. Say yes to what he's got for you. Surrender your life back to him. What this looks like in practice is going to vary so much between all of us um, because we're all so different. Um, I mentioned earlier that for me, I really like taking my bowl of soggy Weetabix and my tea and doing my prayer time there. And in the evening, I like to like prayer journal. So I'll get, um, get a book and, and write what's been happening in the day and reflect on what I've seen God doing. I know some people here do prayer journaling. I know some people prefer to listen to an audio, maybe on the way to work or whilst they're doing a run. Um, some people like to just sit and be and get up at 4am in the morning and go for a walk with God. Um, we're all so different. I find that the the eating the cereal and writing down is good because I'm I like I'm always fidgeting and if I'm doing something physically it helps me to focus on God. But I know each one of you is going to be different. A couple of like resources that are helpful um, if you prefer an audio is things like the Bible in One Year app that you can listen to it or you can read it. It's written by um, Nikki and Pip. Pippa Gumbel, um, that's really good because it, it gives you the Bible, but also it gives you the commentary that goes with it. Um, and the Lectio 365 app, um, if I'm feeling a bit anxious in the morning and I just can't bring myself to, to open my Bible, the Lectio 365 app is, is a cross between like a meditation, a prayer and some Bible reading. And it gets that into you at the beginning of the day, helps you to calm and um, just be there in God's presence. For some of you, you, pref- you might prefer to use a lunch break or um, you might find that your best prayer times when you're brushing your teeth or when you're sat on the toilet. That's absolutely fine. Whatever works for you, um, use it and make sure you're spending that time connecting with God. Whatever the time of day or whatever we are, the most important thing is that we keep praying, that we keep connecting with the Father and abiding in him so that just like the, the branches on the vine, we're receiving that, that life-giving um, nutrients from him. We're, we're receiving the life and the purpose that we are created for. I think I finished a bit earlier than normal, but as we draw to a close, I think it's good practice to preach what, uh, no, to practice what I've just preached. I thought that was going to be a really funny joke, but oh well. <laughs> let's practice what I've preached. Um, let's pray. If I could ask you all to shut your eyes and maybe put your hands out. Um, Nothing special about this. It's just a physical sign of receiving from God. So if you just like to shut your eyes, that'd be great. So let's pause. Holy Spirit, come. Will you reveal your presence to us? We wait on you. Rejoice. Father, we thank you so much that you create us for life and purpose. We thank you so much that we are able to abide in you and call you Abba, Daddy, Father. 
ask Jesus we ask that you would help us to pray Lord in this time now would you show us times in our day that we could use to abide in you yield father we surrender our time and our schedules to you have your way in us amen um i'm just going to invite the band back up again that'd be great